All right, welcome to episode six. Hey, how are you? Of the weekly inconvenience. Um, lot going on for you in today's episode. We have a great interview with a good friend in Guam that we alluded to earlier. Um, we get into some good stuff this episode. So I appreciate everyone listening. Um, obviously, like, subscribe, all the nonsense. Drunkamblers.com. Yep. The Instagram. Yep. Um, so this is our Easter special, so uh, let's get right into it. Yep. <laughs> I, I enjoy it. You sit down with the fucking... <laughs> A bottle of wine, me and Shackerson drinking it. I got a Bud Light. He's got a fucking a White Claw. You see a nice bottle a of wine. White Claw? No, me and Shaq has one. I got a Bud Light. Um, and you, you like to go with a wine. What wine? I'll have a White Claw after. What wine fancy do this evening? Uh, it's it's a red. It's not from the outer coastal outer coastal plain. <laughs> from what what uh what country? <laughs> Tell me a little bit about this wine that you <laughs> you love doing podcasts with. Well, since you asked. No free ads, by the way. No, I'll, I'll, I'll give a free ad. So it's Plagados, P-L-A-G-I-D-O-S, Plagados Winery. Um, <laughs> uh, a nice lady that I know, her mother owns it, and they make their own wine, and it's very fucking good. And so... They can it's, it's a homemade wine? No, they have a winery. It's uh, nice. It's Jersey, Yeah. Blueberry. Mm-mm. They do make the blueberry wine. That's what I was going to get into. So picture how they make wine. They take grapes, they mash them, they do the thing, whatever. They do that with blueberries, let me guess. Yes. That was so hard for me to figure out. <laughs> Bro, it, it tastes so fucking good. I, I believe it. It is incredible. I mean, are you that big a fan of blueberries? Mm-hmm. I am, yeah. Wine. I like blueberries a lot. But I mean, blueberries are fine and all. But like the blueberry flavor, not the blueberry themselves. I, do, I mean, but blueberry beers are too blueberry. Well, that's disgusting. Why the yeah. fuck would you want a blueberry beer? It's a thing. Yeah, but why would you want that? You're acting like you've never had one? I have had them. All right. Yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I don't say I drink them often. So I, I'm a little out on my alcohols of being blueberry flavored. Well, it's a completely different thing because the wine, it's it, the only ingredient is blueberries. Blueberry beer, there's just a little bit I mean, bit they of ferment. Like, not, not everything ferments well. Oh, there's the beer. You, you're my boy, Blue. It's <laughs> a crap beer. Hot in the streets. It's probably a fucking disgusting Great beer. name. Great name, those craft beers. It's not bad. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I was going to crack that blueberry one, but I'm saving it for a special occasion. <laughs> What's your special occasion for blueberry wine? <laughs> no, when I finish this bottle. <laughs> I only got two bottles from them. Yeah, so like, it's like a local winery, so they can't have people come in. It's a local place. In. It's a local place, correct. They can't have people coming in and trying the wines and shit. So I was like, I'll buy it. And this is a sign of good faith, so. You, so you took a took a risk. Not a risk at all. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I was just, con- just contributing to a small business, supporting small business. There we go. Local business. A little spike in the economy, a little injection you needed. Big time! It's my stimulus package. Yeah, we'll find stim- yeah. find a bunch of wine. Got to keep your wineries open. Exactly, with the untraditional fruits for wine. Yeah, I mean, actually, to... you know, they're doing it with full pumpkins. It's <laughs> a fucking psychopath <laughs> down here fucking making pumpkin wine. Extra pulp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Getting like pulpy fucking wine now. That's oh, disgusting. Yeah, it's that's honestly good. just vomitous. <laughs> Literally, I mean, I was thinking, Where, like, what flavor do you draw the line for your wine flavor? Uh, well, my, my brain immediately thought of, like, a pineapple wine for some reason. That would probably be delicious if you run that process. I'm not the biggest fan of pineapples. Really? Yeah, hmm, I don't hear that every day. Pineapples are very I'm a big good. cantaloupe guy. It's, it wouldn't make a good wine, but I enjoy a nice cantaloupe. 
I enjoy cantaloupe. I enjoy the other one. What's that other melon? It's like the orange version. Honeydew? Yes. Correct. The honeydew guy? Oh, they go hand in hand. Everyone leaves the honeydew. No, they go hand in hand, but they have like a a one good melon for every ten melons bought ratio. They have like a one to ten ratio. That's not a good number. Cantaloupes are both of them. Both of them. It's hard to get a good one. Oh, you gotta know how to get good cantaloupes on my friend. Yeah, you buy ten of them. (laughs) Just one of them will be good. No, I got I got a high high hit rate on good cantaloupe. I'm jealous. Where are you shopping? Where are you getting these lopes? <laughs> I can spot them in any lope station. You don't see them every day. They're not oh, in every store. You gotta hunt them down. Honestly, if, you're, if you're a cantaloupe guy... Cantaloupe's the green one, right? No, cantaloupe's like the orange. Oh, see, I mix them up every time. I don't even what know the what green one are you talking about? Okay. Uh, I guess the honeydew. I guess. Um, we got um, our boots on the ground that we spoke <laughs> about last week. Uh... In 30 minutes, he'll be on with us. We're getting the boots on the ground report from Guam. Yes. In 30 minutes. Yes. So we touched on it last week. This ship, the USS Theodore Roosevelt, I believe, we just called it the coronavirus ship. Yes. uh, Has just made unbelievable major headlines. Um, The coronavirus cases are soaring on the ship. Uh, We talked about that last time. I mean, we're... If we were breaking news, yeah, they, we're trustworthy. We're better than the Hill. They, I don't know why it's so deep with the Hill, uh, but I do. They're our arch nemesis. Yeah, for some reason, we're big anti-Hill guys. <laughs> the representative is just literally just <laughs> tarnishing our name we- weekly. T- everyone just hates, hates the Hill now. He's doing in 15 minutes now. So the acting uh, secretary on the ship stepped down after the captain was fired. And now there's rumors saying that... Uh, the original guy that got fired might be reinstated. Ooh, bringing him back. Yeah, so that must be really awkward when you come back to the ship like, hey, guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we give you a hell of a goodbye. <laughs> and I'm back. That is yeah, awkward. No, it, it's like he gets, and then he gets fired again. Like, two weeks, like, dude, I mean, we can't do this all again. Like, we can't. Like, we just had a huge ceremony. Like, we, you can't do it again. It's like Brett Favre, like, hanging on at the end of his career. It's like, by the time you're retired, just like, all right, man. All right. You haven't been able to get it done. Stop trying. Yeah, yeah. You embarrassed us many times over. It's just a per, like a perennial like all star whistleblower. He's like just really good at it for some reason. Like, dude, they keep bringing him in. Like, he's outing us left and right. This guy. I'd be embarrassed. It's like what Takashi Six Nine is doing. Do you see what he's doing? Isn't he getting out of prison? So he is out and he snitched. But the way he's playing it off, he's like, yeah. He's like, what do you mean? I snitched. He's, he's just doing that. I don't. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, he's like, like no. I, I literally. Yeah, there's a video of you saying this. Like we had. He's like, that's not me. Yeah. Like, no, what, are you, what are you talking about? Like that's. Yeah. That, that's all time, dude. What that's else? All time. Dude, that is the only way you can get away with it. Like dude, if I mean, people probably want to murder him we've, now. We've all been there and done the. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, who me? Yeah. Yeah. You just uh, look who, over your shoulder. Me? Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. So. Also breaking in the coronavirus world is that a indigenous tribe member, he's 15 years old, I guess, is what it would be, an Indian, indigenous tribe member. He was 15, he died from the coronavirus. You don't say. Yeah. What country? Somewhere in South America. Um, so he was 15, and this is like a weird tribe. It's called the Yanomami. Y-A-N-O-M-A-M-I. Uh, it was in Brazil. That's South America, right? Oh, yeah. No, it's big time South America. Nice. 
Big J. Brazil, I believe they call it. With a J? Brazil? Brazil. Oh, Brazil. Brazil. Yeah, I think that's how the natives say it. Okay, so there's Yonamami. It's like an indigenous tribe, and like these people, look how they, uh, they're, they're attired. Like, hmm. It's like painted green down the chest and the face paint, and that guy's holding a spear. And like the women are all naked in this society. It doesn't sound like a horrible society. I, I, <laughs> I'm not out. I'll tell you that much. I might be in on these people. <laughs> so when you hear about like the Native Americans and like the when Americas were founded and things like that, these people are still living that kind of lifestyle. Oh, good for the Yanomamis. So real salt to the earth. Exactly. <laughs> so I mean, I honestly find it amazing that these people are coexisting with us. But then um, I was like, what is their purpose? So I, I dive a little deeper into these guys. <laughs> And they have you're, one... You're basically a Yanumami, like, expert. Mm-hmm. Eh. Kind of. I'm more of a well-read Yanumami, non-Yanumami expert. It's a, it's a good level of Yanumami expertise. It's more than mine. It's more, I think it's more than most. Yeah, yeah I'd say you're so. You're the upper echelon of Yanumami experts, in my opinion. Oh, on the eastern side of the hemisphere. <laughs> Absolutely, at least. So these people, they have one purpose. I'm sorry, did you say... Yeah, the Brazil's beneath us. So, you don't think there's Yanomami experts on the West Coast? Or the Western Hemisphere? No. Alright, that's fair. Alright. Uh, maybe. I, I, didn't really, I, I didn't dive that deep. Alright, I, I digress. But I dove deep enough. What, what is their purpose? We should honestly be thanking them every goddamn day for what they do. Because we would be fucked otherwise. Coronavirus has nothing on us compared to what these people are preventing. What are they doing for us? Every single day, they are gathering... Everyone in the Yanomami tribe, the kids, the grandmothers, the old, the healthy, potentially the sick. Rounding up the village of how many people? Do you know the number of I don't Yanomami? know how many, no. Yeah, it'd be a good number. Yeah, I picture like... Shark, can you look up the number of Yanomami population, please? Yeah, how about for Yanomami? <laughs> it is Y-A-N-O-M-A-M-I. Feel free to look this up at home. Yanomami. Yeah, feel free. <laughs> you now have permission. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Slip. You're talking to essentially per- a professor of the Yanomami. But so what? What is their, what is their purpose that they're rounding up so, the troops? Oh, what's the, the number? Population is around thirty-eight thousand. There's thirty-eight thousand Yanomami doing That's a this. Fuckload of Yanomami. They're they're having a what are they like? They round up thirty-eight thousand. I don't know if they're all doing it. I don't think it's all one group. I think it's split into different villages at least. There's probably like thirty-eight villages of a thousand. Okay. All right. What? So what? Are, <laughs> what are they rounding up I to do daily? Oh, more yawning up, mommy. But let me get let me get the purpose in here first. <laughs> then we, you can give your fun fact. I'm sure it's extremely fun. Um, <laughs> they are rounding up. They are doing their spiritualistic activities, singing, dancing, eating, crushing berries, or whatever the fuck Ooh. they do, to make sure that the sky stays in the sky. Not all heroes wear capes. That's what I mean. <laughs> These men deserve a fucking Nobel Peace Prize. If they don't put their heart and soul into their chanting and spiritual rituals then they believe this guy will fall on humanity and kill us all they've given up all essential things in life to keep the sky above you know what these people are they're the like thank you fucking god they're the like locker room glue guy it's like (laughs) they don't do much but it's like they keep everyone hey we're we're in this Uh i'm keeping the sky up for you guys You, you guys go do science arts hey we'll keep the sky standing for you guys that's a that's a true blue hero in my opinion they're like the world's mascot, almost. Just like, yeah, they cheer up everybody, man. Without yeah. them, there is no team. <laughs> <laughs> a complete joke. I fuck. I don't know why mascots exist. It's a fucking joke. All right. Well, I what's I want to hear this fun fun fact for, about the Yanomami. Okay, so the Yanomami territory in Brazil is twice the size of Switzerland. Two times the size of Switzerland. They own a big. T- How big Switzerland? How many Turkey, people live in Switzerland? I was gonna say who the. 
fuck knows how much how big Switzerland is. It could be the size of New Jersey for all I know. It's uh, still pretty big for uh, yeah, New for Jersey's a Yanomami tribe. No, Switzerland's well, bigger than New Jersey. Population is eight point five million. So they've got the same amount of land as eight point five million people, and there's what thirty eight thousand. Twice the amount of land. Two times the amount of land. Yeah. Wow. They have a lot of land. That's and they don't wear clothes. Wow. That's a hell of a life these guys got. I'm honestly, I'd convert. Are they are they welcoming people? Dude, that's how you bring them disease. This poor kid died. We're, we'd be bringing disease. I'd quarantine myself for two weeks, and then I'll and then I'll you're, start you I'll, go I'll, in, intermixing. Yeah, you go in in like the hazmat suit chamber and like walk out like you're just part of them now. If I had a hazmat suit, I would not leave the country. There's I would. A whole, there's a whole cult of them. I would join. I would join. <laughs> would you rather be an indigenous and have to live naked for the rest of your life, or would you rather be part of the hazmat gang and be and live as an outlaw like that's just robbing and pillaging, eternal <laughs> anarchist? <laughs> yes. Ooh, that's They're tough. complete opposites. That's tough. Honestly, I will take the I'll take the simple life. I'll take all I need to worry about is what I'm going to eat. Then you pray then to scream that the fucking sky doesn't fall down every day. That's it. I'm part of the yeah, I'm part of the bigger picture. Would it like how long does that take? Because if that's like a quick thing, like I'd I'd hang out in the woods naked in Brazil. Fuck it. But I mean, if that's like giving up, like you know, how how, like, how anarchist that like how bad are we into this like? theoretical apocalypse like well i'd say we would just have it like a little bit past where we said last week like the hazmat suit gang is formed. like i'm in the i'm in the midst of like looting and pillaging yes all right and i'm like the anarchist trying to get the yeah right. there's thirty eight thousand people in hazmat suits it's the same number ooh, it's the same ooh, ooh. <laughs> which team do i join Ooh, that's tough I mean, see there's a risk being in the hazmat suit gang like you could die I mean, if somebody pierces your hazmat yeah, suit, yeah, yeah, sure. But here's the thing: if you're a hazmat suit guy, you're already good at putting plans together, so you could actually venture your way I down. Mean, see, you I venture your way down right. to Brazil. No, you got to look at it. From I can this, take over no. your village. No, you got to look at it this way though, because it's not that it's it's you're putting us in here. Like I wouldn't be a good looter and pillager. No, neither would I. Yeah, so maybe living the simple life's good for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can be neighbors. Howdy. <laughs> Dude, speaking of howdy, I got a howdy text. What? From from my coworker. What? Is she a cowgirl? Dude. Or a cowboy? No. Or she like cow person? She she opened a, a like a work text message okay. with howdy. And then gave what? me like a customer's information to like call. She, what did you say back? Thank you. Said yeah, she okay. said howdy. Dot dot dot. Here's the info, and then gave the like customer's information. I just said thank you. She sent me two smiley. This is like a 55, 60 year old woman. Hmm. Sounds like uh, is she single? It do- doesn't matter. It doesn't affect. The- Why don't you just text her right now she and ask her? her? She called me on a on a phone call I had with her about this customer. Right. She called me buddy boy. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. When's the last time anyone? In- I'm a 25 year old man. You don't call me buddy boy. It's That's a weird. professional setting. My, my, my boss calls me Buddy occasionally. Buddy's fine. Buddy boy? That's odd. I mean, I don't know what even that really means. Like, are you, she, are you her boy? Is she, like, trying to be her mom? I'm trying to, like, I've been cut, called Buddy boy as, a, like, like, a youth. I feel like I'm less than. It's definitely a thing. But you don't say that to a 25-year-old man. It's not normal. No. Bizarre. It's like when I was in high school, um... On Facebook, my this girl I'm friends with, her mom, like, commented. She loved me very much, this mother. She, like, honestly, it did come off a little sexual, a little flirty, a little flirtatious online. 
But she like was saying, I forget what she called me, but she called me, I know on this one specific one, she called me Poopy. She's like, miss you, Poopy. Uh. Yeah, not great. And my mom saw it and she's like. Ghost public? Oh, yeah. And oh. She, she was like, uh, is Mrs. Insert last name there. She's like, she's like, is she Mrs. ever. Nelson. Yeah, exactly. She was like, she's like, is she ever weird with you? Like when you go over to their house? Uh, like, yes. I, I, I wish the answer was yes. I wish, but uh, either way, I would have said no. So. <laughs> no matter what, it was a hard no. The real answer in my head was I wish, but the answer is no. But yeah, it's just a little weird to call someone poopy. Yeah, that's odd. A fifty-year-old woman calling a high schooler poopy. Like calling anyone poopy. It's odd for sure. Another weird thing of so. I never have you ever heard the term licking your chops? Yeah. It's, like it's, common, it's a common phrase. It's a common phrase, right? With the animals and like... Honestly, I didn't really know what the chops were. Like, what part of, like, what part of your body is the chops, What did you, you know? think chops were? I didn't think anything, but like pork chops. Like, would that be like... <laughs> pork chops? No. Pork chops have nothing to do with like that saying. It's a different kind of chop? Yeah. How many chops are there? Sure. What if you're licking your chops? Look up, look up the origin of the phrase licking up your licking your chops. I'm gonna say licking up your chops. That might mean lamb chops. Okay. Or veal. There's well, a lot of good chops out there now that I think about it. The, the show chops. There's a karate chop. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get to the point here. So <laughs> So I never really knew what it meant, but there was a store for animals around where we grew up. Like my mom would always be like, Oh yeah, I'm going to lick your chops. Like, that was the name of the store. And for years, my mom would be like, oh, I'm going to lick your chops. And, like, I didn't didn't register that she was saying, like, out of context. That sounds like, <laughs> very weird. She's just like, oh, like, walking by. Like, I'm going to lick your chops. I'm, like, I've gone to my room. <laughs> no! <laughs> You're wild. Why are you coming to lick my chops? Call the police. Yeah. Help! Help! This lady's trying to lick my chops. <laughs> She claims to be my mom. I, <laughs> I'm scared, man. I'm scared. I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> but seriously, what what are your chops? Like, it's, like, I understand that's what dogs lick when they're, like, salivating. It's like yeah. the side of your lips. Shark, did you get the uh, origin of lick your chops? I, I can't find an origin. Ooh. Just, a, like, what, what, the pork chops, that has to be. The no. Like, licking, have... like, licking your chops is, like, your, like, mouth. Yeah, that's like what licking the, your like. So the pork chops is probably pork mouth. Por- What's a pork chop? What, See, what, 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 I mean, I, I'm sure it comes from a different part of the body, but if we were yeah, what do you in mean a perfect then? world, the pork chop. So would the, come from so the, so the pork chop is misinformation, is what you're telling. I me. think it's false advertising. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, so a pork chop, like other meat chops, is a loin cut taken from a loin taken mm-hmm. perpendicular to the spine of the pig a glistening loin and usually <laughs> a rib or a part of a vertebrae Ooh. a loin's a good cut you got, some, i like a good loin for some reason in like 7th grade i read a stephen king novel and it, it said the term glistening loin in there and for some reason it's just never left my brain <laughs> it's just been stuck in there since it, it's like <laughs> you like hear a voice in your head glistening Every time you read it on the menu, like, God damn it. It's I like you always have to get it. And, like, you hear it in like, the back of your head. Every time I meet someone named Steven, my pants get wet. <laughs> I have to run. It's like the uh, like Catcher in the Rye like, or, like in South Park when uh, Butters like, uh, like has to kill um, fucking what's-her-name? Sarah, Sarah Jessica Parker. 
He's like, must kill Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> she looks like a horse. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Great episode of South Park, mind you. Ballsy recommendation. <laughs> South Sorry. Park? Yeah, no, I'm known as like the ballsy recommendation guy around here. I felt like you were stepping in my territory oh, a little well. bit. Yeah, South Park is a layup. It's a good program. I never started what you say, Future Man? Yes, yes. I haven't started. I started Deadwood, though. It's good. They what? ended on season three. Ooh. They, 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 they ended the series, so... Quick, easy watch. All right. I'll have to, I tried watching Deadwood. I just got, like, I was just playing poker on my phone. So you were trying really to watch. I, was, I have no idea what's going on. I'm debating going back and starting again, but I feel like I'm, like, committed. Like, I got to, like, it's like you procrastinated. So it's like you got to try and catch yourself up. Like, so it's like you can't go back and do it again. I'm just going to keep powering through, even though I have no idea what's been happening for the first yeah, four no, it's, the Yeah, sh- no, the show didn't really do anything for me when i read the description so i never actually watched it i heard great things about it but it sounds like you didn't watch it either so i don't even pretty know much, what, pretty much i don't really know what i couldn't tell here. you a single thing about it <laughs> <laughs> it's like, i watched four four hours of this by the way <laughs> it was on for four hours in front of me and i couldn't tell you a single second like i had no idea what the fuck's going on that's unbelievable i honestly <sighs> so there's yona mommies they, uh, <laughs> oh, was, bring them back. Yeah, them back. When I um, was diving the into Yanu them. Mami? The Yanomami. Big fan. They do a lot of good for us. I was like, it was coronavirus um, related. I forgot. <laughs> yeah, because the one tribe member. Yeah, got it. So I end up on YouTube when they were discussing what the tribe did. That's where I found out about how they held up the sky and how great they are as people. And I found a pastor named Jesse Duplantis. J-E-S-S-E. D-U-P-L-A-N-T-I-S. The name of this video is What's Behind the Coronavirus, Part 1. And this is on YouTube? This is on YouTube, yes. I spent 30 minutes listening to this man. <laughs> and I'm still not positive what happened. Here he is. It's a little different. Uh, I've been to Wall. This man's been to Wall. And uh, about a week ago, Saturday, if I get closer to you, I got makeup on my face. He has a huge black a, eye. I had a battle with a concrete floor. Oh, and the concrete floor did not bend one iota. Mm-mm, not one iota. Neither did I. Praise the Lord. So I got a major black eye. I remind me when I was 10. I'm getting younger. So they put a little makeup on it and all that oh, kind of stuff. And uh, But God's been so good and gracious. It, it, actually, what happened, this should have never happened. I, I never fall. Never. Mm-hmm. Obviously. I'm in pretty good shape, you know, as far as a man my age. But uh, to make a long story short, I, um, I, I, I bought a painting. Let me just say this so everybody can understand this. Mm-hmm. I bought a painting and I brought it home when I was in my truck. Mm-hmm. So I opened up the back of the truck and I pulled it out and the Lord said, wait for Kathy to help you. The Lord told the Lord told Just like that. Very, you know, as you grow old in the Lord, he don't holler at you no more. Oh, no, no, no. This priest has a huge dance. He's still a small voice. This guy's hilarious. And uh, even when he talks, sometimes you like to say, that ain't him. But it is him. Now, why is it? Kathy's in the truck texting Jody, and the Lord tells her, Kathy helped Jesse. So she disobeyed God. Oh, oh no. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> I disobeyed God. So I grabbed the painting. I pull out. It's a very big painting. Here we go. Beautiful, beautiful painting. So I got it like this. So I pulled it out the truck, and I, and I turned this way. And there's the wall. So I turn like this, and I'm walking toward the, the wall. I'm gonna put the front of it right down now. like this. Then with the part I got, I'm gonna just lift it up against the wall. This man Ready? is lunatic. Well, there must have been something there I didn't see. And the next thing I knew, I was knocked out. Oh. <laughs> Ready? And just for a few seconds, and Kathy's still in the truck. 
Oh, he Texas, see, he Alaska pretended to be like texting. Oh, it's, oh, oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. He knocked me out for about, four, about five, six seconds. Oh, he was out for a while. And I went. He got KO'd. This guy's got a whole bit. My breath and stuff like that. So it's got... It's worse than this. Do you think this guy was like an aspiring comic before, like he became a pastor? Well, what happened is, uh, like I he was doing like uh, Christian material and like decided, hey, it's not working, so I'm gonna become a pastor. <laughs> but it's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna still be telling my jokes. Like it's like I'm getting once, them in. Yeah, I'm. People are listening to my jokes. I'm getting them in. And this like guy, he had that. He has this like bit plan. It's like his hour special. <laughs> like, he's doing like the comedy half hour. It's this guy about Lord. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just religious comedy, but, like, but yeah. he, he's he's discover he's disguising it as like a sermon. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just to get viewership. <laughs> exactly. It's just to you know he builds a nice base. It's like faith plus one. Bring it back to South Park, but it's for comedy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let him keep going here. So I'm keep talking about the painting, and then he he gets into the the more the more preachy side of things. He gets into. I mean, what the coronavirus is, and also he has some hot takes. He claims, oh, I'll let him get into it. <laughs> Go, hallelujah, it ain't God. Hallelujah. Could be a little pain right there, you know? And I mean, what happens is, uh, I thought it cracked the ribs, but you know how your ribs are like this? My muscles are like this. But they're growing back together. So it's been a week, but that's been fine. So that's the reason for that, but I didn't stop preaching. I didn't, I went, I, last week I went straight to, um, what was I, Alexander? The man just did a three-minute joke and, uh, about <laughs> fucking his face. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nah, but it's like it. a prop comic, and, uh, and he's like, you put the fake black eye on. It's like he's an opener. You know, I, I passed that a long time ago. But God has been so good and gracious to us, so I thank you for praying for us, and I want to deal with this thing that's happening today. Here's the coronavirus uh, talk. This is him on coronavirus. It's come from the White House to the church house. Ooh. And it stops today. Oh, he's Coronavirus. Let's go. I'm, I'm in on this man's side. Uh, that he cannot attack anybody strong. If it does, it dies. Ooh, that's a good point. Amen. Yeah, ha- hallelujah. The coronavirus is not even touching kids and young people. It ain't talking. It can only hit someone that, let's say, elderly or compromised. So it's not very strong. He's not for Jesus, buddy. Not for fucking Jesus. The big J man. <laughs> he is so ill-informed. You just said that kids are not getting coronavirus. They are, <laughs> but not until this man has some words. When's the last time you heard about a child getting coronavirus? Well, he's about to dive a little bit deeper into it. And yeah, perfect. So, honestly, today we just spoke about the 15 year old. <laughs> that was from today? Yes. Ooh. Hours ago. Well, he tried. <laughs> Think about that for a minute. Because if it did, all of you'd be knocked out. Oh, he's told us all, all, all the week. Think about that for a minute. Now, if you compromise and, you know, what I call, um, you know, uh, old folks' homes and things of that nature where you really kind of, you know, you're, you're growing older into the winter years of your life. And yet I know a lot of older people that are just as strong today as they was when they were uh, a young person. Amen. And so we will be dealing with that in just a minute. But God is so good and gracious to us. No the Lord woke me no. up about 2.30 this morning and he says, sit down, I'm, I'm going to give you the answer. Sit down. The title of this message is, is what's Rock behind the, the coronavirus. <laughs> you see, we're looking at the virus. The virus is nothing. This is, this is Jesus Stomach acid will kill you just that quick. Got it, 2 a.m. Ooh. Oh, if you go past 75 to 80 degrees and 100% humidity, it kills it. Boom. Done. Told us. Fuck, fuck you, Fauci. You ain't got nothing on this guy. Flu, one bad boy. It ain't no joke. But we can survive and we'll do these things and we'll deal with that in just a minute. But God is so good and gracious. So I just want to kind of explain that. Uh, so if you see this shadow. Oh, uh, the black he's guy. Yeah, it's a, it's a callback. I it's like a callback. One of my uh, employees, Chrissy. Do this, Chrissy. This gets really she weird. She looked at me she said, makes you look tough, boss. This is weird. 
Ready? This gets weird. I don't want to be tough. <laughs> yeah. Ready? I found that tough hurts. <laughs> Praise God. You know, love Praise hurts. God. No, tough hurts. Praise Ooh. God. So God is so good and gracious. So thank you for coming to you that are watching all over. I thank you for thank you. Uh, watching online and everything like that. And a lot of churches are not having service. I mean, doing Hurricane Katrina. When we got back, the first thing we oh, did was have Katrina service. And, and I'll never forget Pastor David. He said, my God, man, supposed to place a tour. We got no electricity. I said, we were preaching the yard. <laughs> <laughs> He's got jokes. This man's got jokes. He's not fucking joking either. He's dead. I'm going to say something a little strong, and I really believe that uh, everybody that's screwing this is trying to help everyone. Don't misunderstand me. I believe that. But there's certain, there's certain things you can't cross. There's certain things you cannot cross, you know, and I really believe it has a, a good attitude, and that's how Satan camouflages some of these things. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And uh, it's amazing that they hadn't shut down Wall Street. <laughs> he loses it. Why, that's what the money made. But they don't mind shutting down Main Street. But the power of the government stops at that door of that church. That's the separation of church and state. I know that's a little strong, and I believe in honoring the government. Don't misunderstand me. I believe in uh, 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 doing the laws of the land, but they, they come to <laughs> when having done all it. the stand. You're Jewish. That's why I enjoy it. <laughs> on their part. It's got a couple more minutes. It doesn't make no difference. We're going to preach this gospel. So if you got your Bibles, how many brought your Bibles or your iPads or your telephones? Whatever you use. Go with me to the book of Daniel, chapter 3. Here we go. Let's Daniel's right before Hosea. Daniel, Hosea, Joel, Amos, Obadiah, Jonah, Micah, Nahum, you know, Daniel. Fuck? It's pretty easy to find. D-A-N. He's spelling Hallelujah. it out for these people? Yep. And, and I, this morning, as you turn into Daniel chapter 3. This is a stretch. The Lord got up and he said, go to Daniel chapter 3, and I'm going to tell you what's behind the coronavirus. <laughs> yep. And to be honest with you, I hadn't even been thinking about the coronavirus. He wasn't worried about it. At all. The Bible told because us Because I'm going to tell you why. I don't deny it. Obviously. He's no coronavirus. Well, Isaiah 54-17 says, no weapon that is formed against you. Mm-hmm. Well, has the weapon been formed? Oh. Yes, it has. But he said it would not prosper. So all those that have recovered, like Tom Hanks and his wife Rita. Shout out Tom Hanks. <laughs> they defeated the coronavirus. Yes, sir. It was formed against them. And it did not prosper. Nope. And besides, there's no crying in baseball. I love that statement. He's getting that big laughs. That's so good. He's a hit. So he's, like, do you think he tours? He has a tour bus? I'd say so. Sometimes life doesn't have enough rocks. You know, I said that, what's his name? Uh, what's the name of that? Uh, Forrest Gump. Ooh. So yeah, I, I wanna, Tom I, I'm not taking, making light of this by no means. He's just a big no Tom Hanks fan. No one should anything. Don't misunderstand. You were You're not about created to, find out to die. You were created to live forever. That's why your, your body fights death. Yeah. So the only way you can die is if you get compromised. Can't be getting compromised out there. It's the only way. Now, how come you got compromised? Because you added C O M to the promise. Com? Promise, P R O M I S E. Compromise, C O M. That's just not <laughs> what? M I S E. Compromise. Not denying it. Denying it's right. That if it shows its ugly head up, so what? You see, it should t- take the clock that's in you and says, we're going to do what we've got to do. We're going to believe God. Ladies and gentlemen, we shut down Nazism. Oh, yes, oh, he's an anti-Nazi guy like us. And you're welcome. We fought World War II. Very big. <laughs> yeah, big. We he was alive during World War II. 
Looks like it. He's an old guy. Mahalo. We fought Vietnam. I mean, he didn't, but... He's just going to go through all the wars. And we're still here. You see my point? Do you think this guy would no give, like, good, like, blocker speeches? People do foolish things. So Doesn't seem like it. You, <laughs> you don't think he gets that, the boys uh, buzzing? Okay like, be like, sanitized and all that kind of way. You do everything you're supposed to do from that point and obeying the laws of the land, too, until it comes to a certain point. It comes to a certain point, like, even though the old mother's wife's tales. How many of y'all, your mama, rub Vicksab on your chest? Here we go. This is weird. Everybody used to go around you at school and take nose hits. <laughs> what? Okay, any of your mothers make you swallow some of it? Pull your hand up. If you read that, if you read that little bottle, it says, for not internal purposes. <laughs> they crossed the line. He's got jokes. I can't reiterate that. it enough. I think he's serious. So then when you burp, you would <laughs> clear your no, nose he's out. Big Praise God, it's just amazing. Could you, he's Daniel gonna, chapter uh, 3, I'm reading out the old King James Version, verse 1. He goes, he goes on to talk about how, like, he's, like, in love with, like, this little kid who, like, it, it's weird. I don't know where it is. I should have done timestamps when I listened to it because I spent a half hour listening to it. Honestly, I wanted to play all 30 minutes on this episode. Dad, there, I cannot sit through. More of that man talking. It was a lot more entertaining when I was alone. So <laughs> I got to go my face now. Look at me. How embarrassing. Unbelievable. So that guy said that he, as a kid... Was forced to eat Vicks Vapor Rub? Correct, you're hitting the man. No one does that. No one has ever eaten Vicks Vapor Rub. I've been forced to eat soap. I mean, at least that's a thing in novels. Uh, at I least was, I've read about that. Yeah, no, I was a shitty kid. <laughs> well, it seems to have worked at least. At least, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Do parents expect the soap in the mouth to work? Dude, uh, it's... None of that works. Look how fucked up I am. It clearly didn't work. <laughs> What do they expect to accomplish? Are parents really that stupid that they think that if you put soap in their mouth that it'll actually clean what they say? <laughs> like, they th- Complete disclaimer, we're both without children. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, I don't have any kids at all. <laughs> yeah. I can't speak to anybody's like raising skills, yeah. but I can yeah, I have no idea what's going on. I could pretty much guarantee... Speaking from my own experiences, none of it works. <laughs> yeah, I could pretty much say that soap in the mouth would have zero effect on what I do. If anything, it would just make me avoid soap for the rest of my life. I would just be a dirtier person. <laughs> I'm a dirty boy. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> I'm going to scoot over a little bit. Oh. So, I'm not exactly sure what that thing was, but he, he also gets into some... Some weird stuff about Jews, like, I'm just sad I can't play the whole thing. The people can go find it. No one's gonna want to fucking listen to it. <laughs> yeah, you, know, you just forced it upon people. Yeah, I mean, I, we, I, did you have fun? I had fun with it. I had fun with this guy talking. He said he, he got hurt moving a painting out of his trunk. Yeah, smashed his head off the floor. And his wife ignored it. Is that not the most... Oh, well, she was texting. It's it's classic <laughs> It's classic Nancy. Oh, she always does that. It's, it's unbelievable. So cute. Does he expect anybody to believe that story? That priest... No, he's a comic. <laughs> he's a comic. He's a priest, and he owes someone a lot of fucking money. Like, his, oh, yeah. His priest was screwed up, and he came up with this elaborate story. Yeah, he worked for, like, the I mafia. Was... <laughs> he's, like, borrow money, like... I mean, he's like Artie Lang, but like for like the Christian comics. <laughs> he is not a comic. He is he's a, a comic. He's a That's preacher. That's a comedy he act. He is a preacher. Yes, it was a it was a comedy act, but he was a priest doing a comedy act on YouTube, and then he started dropping anti-Semitic stuff, <laughs> and potentially pedophile stuff. Well, 
You guys can be the They're judge. jokes. They're jokes. He's a priest. You should understand. We do a dumb podcast where we say dumb shit. They're jokes. Yes. I'm on this guy's side. <laughs> <laughs> he's not He's not under the comedy section of preachery, though. I believe in a band of Brazilian people that keep the sky from falling down. And this man got rid of the coronavirus. The Yanomamis. The Yanomamis and whatever this guy's name is. Big fans. I, I feel like I've joined a cult. <laughs> I'm in now. We're going to be walking outside in the rain, and we're going to be joining this Yanni Mami cult. We should, we should write down all of our rules. We should write down all, all of our, our traditions. As uh, it, it, rained, it rained a little bit today. Did you go walk in it? I did walk in the rain. I was outside smoking a cigarette when it was raining. <laughs> I counted it. <laughs> the... <laughs> Speak of cigarettes, when I uh, I went to go buy a pack of cigarettes on my way over here to tape this podcast, yeah, and uh, I bought my cigarettes, same pack every time. They hand me a bag from American um, American Spirits cigarettes. Free ad, yeah, free ad for me. I smoke Camel Blues. If, if, <laughs> if we're gonna, if we're gonna get free cigarettes, I want the ones I smoke. But uh, they the cashier just handed me like this little pouch what do you american mean? it's like a, a little blue pouch that american spirit is pushing on people to have them put their cigarette butts in it oh like a like a portable trash can for your pocket i guess apparently they want you the just fuck? walking around with your cigarette butts i get all right yeah don't throw them on the ground blah 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 fuck that fuck that i, mean, I have ashtrays like at my house and sometimes i throw some outside the window it's part of the territory. Yeah, I, I work with people who smoke cigarettes, and if they came into the office with a with a bag full of cigarettes and sat next to me, I'd be like, can you at least, like, take the cigarette butts out of your pocket, please? Dude, there's no way that little, like, free marketing bag is, like, gonna, like, keep the smell out. It's just more waste. They're just yeah, creating yeah. more waste. It's like, great, thanks. Now I have something else to throw out. It's like the people who like bring their own containers uh, to fast food restaurants, like Dunkin' Donuts. I was do actually people do that? I, I blogged about it one time. We I went to a Dunkin' Donuts and this lady had uh, containers like to put her bacon, egg, and cheese and like her donuts and something else in. This is like probably a year and a half, two years ago, and she was like, "Oh, she's like, yeah, I'm zero waste. Like, can you use these containers?" And I was like, "Lady, you're." A hundred percent waste. Like they have a backstock of things to fill up, and that's on auto stock. Like, yeah. The same amount's getting sent whether you bring your shit or not. And your your items are already made, so you're not creating any more saving less waste. It's all the same. Yeah, the the guy's gonna throw them out when they change the design on the bag. They're just gonna have to throw them out anyways. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't get rid of all of them. Plus, I'm sure they have a closet full of just generations of unused cups. Well, it's like the uh, when they used to send the like Super Bowl shirts down to Africa. They had to stop because they were confusing the little African children on who won the Super Bowl. They would make the t-shirts. Oh, the t-shirts. that's so mean. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like one of them is just a diehard Ravens fan. Yeah, it's like, we did it! We did it! Never why. Like, he got, like, a quick glimpse of it. Like, one time, like, he was scrolling through radio stations and the satellite was, like, just over. It's like, Baltimore Ravens. It's like, I'm in. <laughs> like, ten years go by, he gets, like, a, you know, a 2006 Ravens, like, win our Super Bowl champions. He like, has no idea. Twenty years go by, he shows up to the United States. They're like, yeah, no, we won the Super Bowl in, like, 2004. Like, 
No, you didn't. He's Chiefs like, won, dude. Like, he's like he's like the biggest booker. He's the biggest bookie in like Niger. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He just proposed. He's like uh, propelling false winners. He's like, yeah, Ravens yeah. won. Just taking all the bets. He's getting like the. I like, got the jersey to prove it. <laughs> yeah, it's like all bad. Like he gets like the newspaper that was like wrong. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just informing all these people. He's just like it to base on what they bet. Yeah. <laughs> We should move to Africa. <laughs> I think we stumbled upon something. It's not bad. Uh, what are we? We're making the shoes or the books for the kids in yeah, China. We had this we'll do some. Yeah. Well, the and then we're gonna be doing something in Africa. I haven't decided yet. We're like I said, we're a universal podcast. We go from Guam. We had uh, our good friend on today. Yeah. Thank did you. a great gr- did a great interview with him. Thank you to our nation sailors, specifically yep. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> one that's willing to give us an interview. <laughs> Honestly, that is like pretty impressive. That's almost like having a leak. That's pretty much a leak. If anyone was smart, they would just take the shit we're saying, but no one listens to this. <laughs> That's completely fine. If you made we buried it, we buried it because we didn't if you made it through the uh the pastor talk, you, you deserve it. <laughs> you deserve it. If you got to this part of the, the podcast and you get to hear our inside uh our inside scoop. Alright, so yeah, so we're gonna uh play the interview with our buddy who is on the ship now correct he's the uss theodore roosevelt there were a couple times we had to stop him from talking a couple times he lost his mind and he said some weird shit on uh on the internet yeah but he gave us some valuable information some stuff that you're not going to get online uh it's as we said national news like i said we're more reputable than the hill does the hill have this scoop Fuck no. I don't think so. They were, they were spreading Only false on the information. Weekly, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not that long ago was the Hill spreading some some fake news as uh, they also, our fearless leader. They also heavily, heavily reported as Cardi B as a credible source. You cannot forget that. Well, apparently she is. Didn't you hear the song? Uh, I listened. I, I'm almost sick. I listened to 30 minutes of a Cardi B rant yesterday trying to look for some good audio for the show. And I literally, like, I I got so much dumber just listening to her complain. It was unbelievable. I'm like, who listens to this? She makes great music. She's the best. Name three Cardi B songs. I don't know. Shark, <laughs> can you name three Cardi B songs? I like it like that. One. <clears throat> that, can you play that for me? You're live to tape. <laughs> universal. We're universal, this podcast. Okay, so we were just reading some articles right now about the current state of your ship, the USS uh, Theodore Roosevelt, I believe. Yes. Okay. Did you see they were thinking about reinstating the captain that got fired? What do you think? What do you think the re- What do you think the reception would be like? Is that like fucking embarrassing to come do you, back? Do you do another like large embrace for him? We everybody in the navy fucking loves that guy, dude. You guys have no idea. That guy's like the second coming of Jesus Christ to the navy. So you gotta understand, like a lot of stuff was being held from the public, and like they didn't want that letter of him saying like, "Yeah, we're not at war." And, Nobody needs to die. It's like, you're legitimately, you know what I mean? I'm trying to go home to my family and shit like that. Like, this guy says that we need to get people to safety, to safety immediately, or else people are going to fucking die. And 
now you, I don't know if you guys can pay attention on the news, but there was a sailor that was unresponsive in his, uh, his hotel room, the hotel room where we were quarantined to. Like, this shit was inevitable to happen. It's just. Did you know this person personally? Who? The captain? Or the, the person guy? that, the unresponsive guy. No idea who he is. <laughs> There's five. There's five thousand motherfuckers in this shit. I'll see one person one day and never see him again for another day in my life. Yeah, dude. The the, <laughs> the the news story is saying that there's only four hundred people infected on the ship. Um. So, as far as that, I can't really. I can't really elaborate. I don't know. I don't want to tell you guys something I don't know. Reason to being me. is because if I had to guess, yeah, yeah. probably twice that. Oh, that's not bad. So roughly 800, like 30, is that the number? 30 to, 30 to 50 new cases every day. So they have you guys, where are you guys sleeping at night? Are you guys in a hotel? So about uh, roughly 3,700 people are already off the ship and either in hotels or in quarantine areas. That, for the, people, like the people that are infected are quarantined to um, areas in, on, the, on the base, which is close to like the, the naval hospital. But other than that, if you test negative, they put you up in a hotel in fucking Chamon, Guam, like the nicest fucking hotels you can possibly think of. And people are loving it. So what's the reception like from the native Guam? What what are they called? I, I'm not sure. We tried covering it. We don't know what they're yeah, called. What the native Guam uh, people? What's the reception been like to you guys from the native of Guam? Well, uh, I mean, realistically... They got a fucking lot of them because if we're not here, we're so we're U.S. territory, right? Guam is? Oh, yeah. 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 Did we not cover that in the Guam? They don't have a fucking military. They don't have anything to defend them. So we're going to say no to the only people that defend them. Like, I mean, it's like like their hands are tied almost. But don't get me wrong. The people here are fucking great. Like, in essence, they really didn't have to take us in, but they did. So So we're pro-Guam. I'm confused. You said they had to take you in, but now you're saying they don't have to take you in? I mean, it's like your hands are tied. They could have said no, but if they said no, then... You would have just showed up. They're U.S. Yeah, pretty much. But we also defend them. Like, if something shit pops off in Guam, there's no Guam military. They call the United States. But you're spreading a ton of coronavirus to Guam is the issue we're we're, we're selling. Yeah, we're 100% the the protagonist in this situation. Yeah. We had a good laugh about it last week. We just dropped like a thousand people off that have coronavirus to Guam via ship. and One of them including you. Yes, you are one of the people. (laughs) We're speaking... I'm part of the 2.5% of the uh, Theodore Roosevelt that has not been tested yet. Well, that's, I mean, so, what's... Guam has, has like, um, so just like the States is doing, it's, like, um, it's, uh, you can't, um, you can't, like, leave your home or anything unless it's for important things. We're not allowed to leave the hotel. We're not allowed to leave the rooms at all. Like, so it's not like we're roaming around. Like, if if you test negative, you are sitting in your hotel for 14 days, they drop off food, but then there's fucking ding-dong ditch you with food. Wait, you're getting ding-dong ditched with food? Wait, are you like are you able to go out and get food or no? No, no. you're not. Okay. Oh, so you're currently quarantined. You're basically in a prison cell. No, uh, no, I'm on the ship. I'm oh, on the you're ship. on the I ship. I knew it. 
I literally knew it. I, I told you they were floating in water. What's like? Well, what's I, the? What's I, the vibe? I, I, <laughs> the vibe like on the ship? I mean, like where? What's the sleeping arrangement like? Morale is low. Let's just say that. Are you? Do you have a bunk mate? Is there someone sleeping in the same room as you, or is it private? Oh my god. Jesus Christ. I did not see that coming. Yeah. So all 140 of you have it? Like some of you do, some of you don't? Like, I'm, there's no way of knowing. No, everybody on the ship has not been tested yet. Oh. If you are currently on the ship, you have not been tested for the virus yet. Wow. Nice. Do, are they giving you like a pay raise or anything? No way. No. I mean, how is this different than your normal work day, though? How is this different? Yeah, like, are you still going to work or, like, no? No, I'm part of a cleaning crew. You clean? The entire ship. Yeah, I'm cleaning right now. Oh, (laughs) How many people are in the cleaning crew? About roughly, like, 75. Oh, you just weaned yourself down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, You're identifying yourself now, buddy. (laughs) Dangerous waters. You just you just cut it down from three thousand people to, to seventy five on how they can identify you. Oh no! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah. That, those are still good numbers. Yeah, good odds. Good odds. <laughs> I'll yeah. take those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 One thousand people. I can't. But no, like there's like. It's like uh, yeah, no. There's actually three hundred people. On this <laughs> He's like fuck. But um. Before this, everything was done with the captain. Like we were in really bad shape. Like him putting his career on the line for our safety. Like, like so. I'll be honest with you. The military is a thing of bad leadership, and that's why you see you never really see a lot of senior military people where it's like I've seen in rank like kill themselves. It's fucked up. They don't. You don't see a lot of suicide. The suicides you see are the younger personnel have bad leadership because they go to the leadership for help and the leadership doesn't do dick about it. So you're saying it's a... So you're saying it's a... Hold on! Wait! So you're saying it's a good thing... Are you saying it's a good thing for the rest of the ship that these people are killing themselves because they were weak leaders or... No, no. Because oh. that's I'm the sorry. vibe you're giving off. Yeah, that's what I got from it, too. <laughs> I'm trying to help you out, buddy. You narrowed yourself down to 75. No, you Sign some questionable <laughs> shit on here, bro. No, no. But the, the reason is, like, that guy put his whole career on the line for a bunch of fucking low-ranking sailors. That's, that's really important. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, See, I told you that a like, lot of people would have opted into suicide for this coronavirus thing. But... See, now... You've shown a lot of um, a lot of promise for the ship, though. Online, you've been quoted saying that it was the safest place to be would be on a ship. It seems to have backfired for you. But but you fo- you have followed this statement up with, and I quote: "The Theodore Roosevelt is like one sick, twisted episode of the Jerry Springer Show and the Maury Show." Can you expand upon that, please? It's just so. It's, it's like something more controversial happens as every day goes on. When I made that first Facebook status, I think it was back in like February or March. It was that's when that's before we ported anywhere, like anywhere really. And like there, so if you're not surrounded by the virus, or so you're not surrounded by people with the virus, and you're not obviously you're not gonna fucking get it. You know what I 
know what I'm saying? But when we get court and people are out on their own, like, it, it's, a, it's a lot more easier to get the virus. So when we hit court, before we hit court, nobody had the virus. We were all tested and everything. Everybody was fine. But... So, in theory, you can't get the virus if you don't hit court, right? That's a horrible theory. This sounds like a... I think I've seen this episode of the Jerry Springer show. Yeah, it's identical. Dude, I think I've seen this episode. Have you seen the Jerry Springer show before? That is. Have you seen Maury? It's like you mix the two of them. It's like exactly what the Maury show and Jerry Springer would be like. Yeah, bro. Literally, what you're explaining is nothing like the Maury or the Jerry Springer show. It's not even close. I feel like you've never seen either program based on what you're just saying. Are there like pregnancies and baby yeah, daddies yeah, on this yeah, ship? Yeah. Like, like, oh no, no, no! I, yes, there are. There, there's stripper fights there for little people. Yeah. Well, So, it's like there's something new happening every day. Because the day after that, somebody gets rushed to the ICU. It's not so much it's like the fucking show. It's just that there's so many controversial events that are happening. And this is supposed to be the United States military where everything is structured. And it's just extremely unstructured. I, I, I understand what, what you're getting at. I think you're missing the point. It's not like the Jerry Springer show or the Maury show. We do love you, buddy. And we, <laughs> no, you're right. They're good they are quality yeah, programs. Not bad. Yeah, nothing like your situation though. But <laughs> <laughs> not at all, actually. But no, I did, I you've did, you've managed. What's that? Nothing. Right. Okay. Well, there's some final words I want you to go out on. Um, it's been a pleasure having you. But you've expanded upon what takes you have about the ship to what is happening in the real world. On the, the seas, right off Guam, uh, take straight from you. Um, how many people are actually going to use the stimulus check and stuff? My guess is not many. I want to buy AirPods and put the rest towards my student loans. Why do you want to buy AirPods with a stimulus check not many people are going to be using? <laughs> LOL, by the way, at the end of this. Oh, LOL. <laughs> a good LOL on here. Bizarre. So the military is getting very quick stimulus checks. So have you bought your AirPods? Yeah. Or do they not sell uh, them in Guam? Uh, it, it, unfortunately, it's only 8 a.m. here. So. It's, eight, it's 8 a.m. We did learn a little bit about yeah. time in Guam. We, yeah. It's 14-hour difference, I believe. Yeah. When, when, uh, we're going to release uh, last week's episode today, so when you listen to it, uh, you'll hear our, our, our Guam talk. We dove pretty deep into it. So... But, um, no, I mean, realistically, I think right now we're in the best shape to actually fight this virus. And that's why we love our Navy. They're in a good what? position. That's why we love our Navy. People like you. Yeah, buddy, it's been we're, a... It's, we're in a good position. We're, I'm we're kicking you off my show yeah, now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting here. Speaking of being in a good position. <laughs> I, I love you, buddy. It's been a pleasure having you on. Do you have anything else that's not going to take yes. 45 minutes yes. for you to tell us yeah, about? You, sum, up your, sum up something in five words. Your last words in five we words. We love you and we love our Navy. You got five words. Ready? Five words? Our producer, Shark, says what's up. So, oh, how about four? All right, four, four words. Four words. Eagles to the Super Bowl. Oh, okay. 
All right. That's that's what that's what this man is going out on. And hey, buddy, if you get coronavirus, I still love you. Yeah. Call me. Keep us filled in as our foreign correspondent here you're, on the weekly you're, inconvenience. You're still, you're, you're still my next again, so. Hey, buddy. I I get it. Hey, buddy. You'll live forever through this podcast, so we'll talk to you later. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a pleasure. Oh, that was actually very informative. I've never yeah, heard him we sound got, so intelligent. Yeah, I mean, he was pretty well put together. The man rambles almost as bad as we do, and that's bad coming from two people that talk into a mic once a week. Well, he's, <laughs> he's also been stuck on a floating ship for the last yeah, nine days. He's, he's just discombobulated. On the cleaning crew. <laughs> Dude, could you, that is the worst possible position you could have on that ship right now. He's, he's, he's hitting all the, the public wor- areas. It's the worst. He's fucked. Yeah, he's, um, it's not gonna be good for him. It's not gonna be good for him. He said he's sleeping in a room with how many people? 145, is that what Oh my saying? god. What the fuck? It's a lot of people. That is rough. Not good. Not good. It's actually, it's really fun. And may, may we take you back to how many weeks ago when he said they were being told to only wash their hands? <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, look how well that turned out. Obviously, it's um, it's been a problem for them out overseas, and um, you know we appreciate our good buddy coming on. 